0: Welcome to 5 to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to focus on one word, but there's an awful lot to be said on that word, and that word is why.
1: If you've experienced it, you know how exhausting it is. The list of why questions for a two, three, four-year-old can go on and on and on. So is this a good thing? How should you respond? How long do you keep answering their questions? You know, it seems like around this time period, age two, three, four, uh, children have an explosion of asking why questions. And no matter how you respond, it seems like they have another question to follow up with. For example, why is there a police car at the grocery store? I'm not sure. Someone might have taken something. Well, why would someone take something? because they don't have it and they want it. But why don't they have it? And this can go on and on and on, right? So it's wonderful that they're asking questions. First off, it shows that they're safe and secure, spending time with you and, and and wanting to get more information. But it also shows that they're curious about the world that they live in. And they're finally able to verbalize the things they wonder about. Sometimes why isn't even why, but why is what they know how to ask. So they just keep asking. They might have other questions, but they don't know how to ask them. So they just keep asking why over and over again. It's a big and amazing world and they're trying to understand it. And this curiosity can be the foundation or formation for future learning. This is the very beginning of critical thinking, which is fantastic. But how do we help keep our parents sane in the process of this? So just know it's okay to answer their questions and even encourage asking questions. It's okay sometimes not to answer their questions, right? There's a time and place.
0: And and I think it's all a balancing act, isn't it? Because I know in conversations, some people have said, you know, when I was brought up, when I asked the question, why... I, I, and granted, it's a little bit older than, than the yeah. age group we're talking about, but the, the answer was because I said so. That's
1: what my mom said. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe it's a generational thing. Um, and, and, you know, to this day, um, reflecting on that, that um, that individual that I talked to said, well, oh, I really try to make a point of answering every, every question yeah. that I'm asked. But at the same time, like you said, there certainly is a time and a place.
1: Yeah. I did read one study that said that if you don't actually answer their question, on average the kid comes up with two more questions. Okay, so, interesting. So by answering their questions, you might actually have to answer fewer questions than if you somehow try to put them off or don't answer them. So just just know that, you know, this isn't uh you're not going to ruin your child if they don't answer all the all if you don't answer all their questions and you're not, However, this is a really important time as you are chatting with your child, he or she picks up important new language skills, such as new words, grammatical skills, uh, the important uh, skill of taking turns in a conversation. Those are all important things, and it's time that you can bond with your child and ask them questions as well. But when you get to your wit's end, you could respond with, I'm just gonna give you a few pot- potential strategies. You know, you ask so many good questions. Why don't you try to answer that one? Why do you think the police car's at the store? You know, or why do you think that? Kind of turn it back around, and that's really going to drive them into even doing deeper critical thinking. Just remember, you may hear some interesting responses. At this age of two to four, please be aware that your child's reasoning isn't fully developed yet. They're not miniature adults. At this cognitive stage, they're very egocentric, and they may really have difficulty understanding a perspective other than their own. And this also gets them thinking more deeply and trying to solve their own problems and questions, which is a great skill for life. So as I said before, this is the beginning of the critical thinking phase of your child's life. And let's celebrate that. That is fantastic. We want human beings to ask questions. And, and can you
0: imagine if we did this on a large scale, Yeah. when those individuals would grow up to be adults, we would be able to have more meaningful conversations back and forth, not nearly as polarizing because there would be worked into uh, the question why.
1: Yeah, and a a give and take of conversation, not just trying to prove your point. Another option when they're going on and on and on with a line of questioning, or they ask you a question that stumps you or is kind of maybe really difficult for you to answer, a really handy response is, well, tell me more about that and get them to expound upon what their question is. This also gets them thinking a bit, bit deeper, and it's a great pattern for later in life. Uh, later in life, when they get, come home from school, they're in middle school, and you ask them how their day was, and they replay fine, you can say, well, tell me more. So it kind of gets into it. It can build up like a connection and a habit that if they give you brief answers or they're not sure, you're going to ask them to, to think more about it and talk and dis- discuss more about it.
0: And unfortunately, I think in my whole household with the middle schoolers, instead of fine, it's just a grunt.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) The why phase can be really a frustrating time for parents and caregivers, but it's very important in the process of your child's development. So if you can look at it with an open mind and some simple strategies, hopefully it will help you to be more patient and a little bit less frustrated. And if you can turn their questions of why into a whimsical little play scenario, it will help their little minds explore and expand, and it may help you appreciate the process even more.
0: Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways from why do kids ask why. Number one, awareness. It is great that kids are asking the question. It shows that they are curious and that they trust you. Number two, uh, your role in this is to encourage the why, understanding that uh, critical thinking skills are beginning in in these early ages. Number three, realistically, you don't have to answer every question. You have permission to, to make a decision which questions to answer and which ones not to. And number four, great strategy. When you get to that point where you just don't want to answer the question, uh, some simple tips, tell me more. Why do you think that? And number five, look at this in the moment as an opportunity to build a strong trusting relationship with your child. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.